Rabbi Sar, are we ready for today's Sheikh? Gavaldiga is the Gavaldiga, Gavaldiga and Yonin. Today we're getting to the Shaila of the candlestick tray. Rabbi Sai. Hetsi, Hetsi, Rabbi Sai. Moyudik, Moyudik, Moyudik. So I just want to start with one question and then we'll delve straight into the Shaila. Um, one of the questions that the owner were asking was, and just as a recap for those that were here and for those that were not here, is that a bosses, that is a Dova Issa and a Dova Heta, if the heter is more choshev than the issa, then it does not become a bosis. Meaning, Shem, you could sit over there, it's good. Perfect, perfect place over there. Yeah, it's a good view. It's a good view. So if the, he- if the heter is more choshev than the issa, then what? Then it comes out that it's not a bosis. If it's not a bosis, what does that mean? That means, lechatchila, I pick up the item and I shake off the muktza ala makom, on the place, but... If either it will break the mukta or I need the place and, and shaking it won't help me, so then I'm allowed to pick up the item that's got the mukta on top of it, move it to where it needs to go, shake it on the bed, on the couch, on the pillow, whatever, and then bring it back. That's all if it's not a bosses. If it's a bosses, so then it won't help you. If I've got a heter and an isso on something, for example, if I've got my drawer and I've got, my, I've got something in there, for example... Uh, I've got a, a piece of paper on notes on the briskerov on Mesechtis Kiddushin, which we're learning Makas now. So if it would be Makas, we'd be running to it. But we're learning, right now we're learning Makas, and it's Kiddushin. I don't need it. So it's very nice that it's a beautiful piece of Torah, but it doesn't, it doesn't go more chashev than the nails that are Muqtza Machmas Kuvay, which means I will not be allowed to open up that jaw. I will not be allowed to open up that jaw, okay? Because it became a bosses. Now... What if the heter, this is what the oilam asked, I'm not sure who asked the kasha, but maybe it was Shimon, I don't remember. What happens if the heter got removed? Was that your question? Beautiful question. So the Heilige Balatanya, Shulchan al-Kharab discusses the Shaila. Uh, I think it's also discussed in the Pimigodim, but it's, it's a Machalik is how you learn the Pimigodim, so I'm not going to go down that road. But the Shulchan al-Kharab in Graz Tainas, that if the heter was removed on Shabbos, we're talking about Bein HaShemosh when Shabbos came in, it was the bosses Le'issa Ula Heter. The heter got removed. What's the classic example? I've got a table with books on it, like candlesticks, that were lit when Shabbos came in the tunnel. And I also have a challah. Now that challah got eaten up, because I ate it for Shabbos. So already 10 minutes into the Suda, that the challah, which is the heter on the table, is gone. So what's the din in such a case? Says the Shulchan Aruch Harav, the Balatanya, Ain bosses lachati Shabbos. Once when Shabbos came in, which is the Haskolas Asmano Bosses, we said it all goes by the Haskola when Shabbos came in. So even though the heter got removed, got eaten up, is gone, it remains a non bosses because it was a bosses that ate the heter. Am I making myself clear? It's very important for this to be clear. I, I don't want anyone, like, you know, I heard. What's that? You would be allowed to close... Well, no. Why are you closing the drawer? Because you need the space. Because otherwise you can't get to the thing, right? Stump to close it, you can't still close it. Stump. But if I need to get there, and it's got something inside that's header that's more harsh, then I'll be allowed to do that. The header got removed, like the siddha. The sfad siddha got removed. The only village by Mariv that we need it, so they take it out. But when Shabbos came in, the sfad siddha was there, yes, you'd be allowed to close the drawer because you need the space over there. Okay? Is that good? No, stump to close it. You're not, you're not allowed to touch, even if it's not a bosses, you're not allowed to move it stump. Only because if I need it, then I can shake it off. I have a header of shaking it off. Because it's not a bosses. Okay, let's move to our Shaila. Okay? Now, listen very, very carefully. Be'ezus Hashem, everyone in this room is going to get married. Be'ezus Hashem, Be'ito Bismana, at the right time. Not before. At the right time. Okay. 
Now, if you want me to go through each of you, when, when exactly that should be, we'll switch off the camera and we could do that. It will be a very, very exciting share. But, <laughs> but, I think we'll just go with, you know, at the right time. Now, when you get married, your, your wife, you know, Mr. she went to Beisakov, and she went to seminary, so she probably knows all the halachas, because I mean, someone has to know the halachas in the house, because uh, the guy just goes to yeshiva, so how should he know anything? So, she's going to say, my dear darling husband, where should I put the candlestick tray? Now, what's going to be the shaila? What's going to be the shaila with the candlestick tray? Listen, Rabbi Sai, very carefully. Okay? You're going to make your wife very, very proud. First Shabbos, you're going to tell her, she'll be like, Wow! How do you know these halachas? You went to yeshiva! Doesn't make any sense! Unbelievable, Rabbi Sai, listen to this. It's unbelievable. The Mogan Avram tells us a thing like this. What happens in a situation like this? What happens, we said uh, so far, again, I want to make this very clear. We said that if I have an item, which is a basis le'issa, ulla heta, that means it has both on it, if the heta is more choshev than the issa, it does not become a basis. So if it does not become a basis, then I have a heta if I need to, to move it in that case. Right? Is that, that's pretty clear. Okay? Now, comes along the Morgan Okay, and I'm going to give you the Marmakomis and Meshain Tesikotten Hay. The Mogadavom says this very, very clearly. The Mishabun Shin Yudsikotten Lamad Aleph as well. And I'm telling you the Marmakomis because I have gotten in trouble for this. I told you, when I wrote an article for one of the newspapers, I wrote about this and they came to me with a Choshva Talmud Chacham, came over to me on a Friday night in Ganegola Shul. Choshva Talmud Chacham, Mamma's Bemis, he says, Choshva Talmud Chacham. Really making up these Chumas from? You know, because I obviously saw it, he's a way making up these Chumas from. I said, I don't know. The Radina Ruv. Ah, oh, really? Wow, who's that? Chovetz Chaim. Really? He actually says that? So it's unbelievable, Rabbi. Said. People don't, it's a Mogan Avon Mufush, right? Mishabur Paskas like it. Says the Mishabur, Daniel, are you listening? Very important. Says the Mogan Avon, if something is Muyuchad only for Mukta, so putting something heta on it, even if the heta is Mokhashev, will not help you. And it automatically becomes a process, and you'll never be able to move it. What's our case? A candlestick tray. You get a nice geschmack, a silver candlestick tray, right? You know, holds the candlesticks, very nice. So what do people say? And I've heard this many, many times from some Choshev Yidin. What's the problem? What's the problem? Put it on the dining room table. Ah, bosses, oh, I'm a London. Don't worry, you put a ring on there. You put a ring, a ring is more Choshev. You put a Tehillim on there, you put a Chale, put a Becha, put a... Whatever you want to put on there, it's more Choshev. Now I can move it. Wrong. Mistake. Amaratsis. Why? Because a candlestick tray is made in a tunnel for the candlesticks. Not for the ring, not for the tehillim. Okay? Which means, let's talk halacha practical speaking. I have a candlestick tray that I light my candles on every single week. And this week, I've got a few guests coming, whatever, I'm going to have to move it. Again, obviously after the candles are out, which is a different shade. We're not discussing moving it when the candles are on. When the candles are out, Shabbos day, more guests are coming. <clears throat> and if more guests are coming, I need to clear the dining room table. Right? Again, if it's not on the dining room table, we don't have the shade. But if it's on the dining room table, because a person wants to be yoked to the Shittas Ramah, of Tosefus or of having it mummish by the table, and having it mummish give extra light to the, to the Shulchan, which is a beautiful thing, he wants to move it. After the candles came out, after he went out, Shabbos morning, he wants to move it. The problem is, when Shabbos came in, there was a candle there. And candle is what? What's Aish? Aish is fire. Fire is Muqsa Machmas Kufay. It's mummish Muqsa. Which means that it's a bosses. Ah, you put a ring on the candlestick tray and say when Shabbos came in there was a ring there which is more harsher than the candles or a challah or a tehillim or a sedah whatever you want to call it 
it won't work. Because the Gaelic said, Trace me, you have a muktzah. So what's the Eitzah? Use what for something else? When? Always keeps oh, oh, oh! Ah! Hashem, the oil of thinking today. Kavaldik says, we'll start with Shemin. But no, we can do both at the same time. Yitzi comes along and says, use it for something else. What does that mean? That means use that tray to serve the dessert. Make her brother, yeah. When? On a regular basis. Same thing as Shimon. Always keep something hat on it. Beautiful. Both of you are right. If every single... I'm telling you this now, because when you get married on the very first Shabbat, this is what you've got to do. If every single week you use the candlestick tray also for the Yehirotzen, or for a Tehillim, or for something similar to that, and now on Shabbos that you want to move it, you put something more choshev on it. So it wasn't only miyuchot for muktzah; it was miyuchot also for heta. So now I have a heta and it's more choshev. For example, everyone will be muskim. If I use this table to light my candles on it as my candlestick tray, the Shabbos, no one's going to say it's a bosses. Meaning, if I have a siddur on it that's more choshev when Shabbos come in, everyone's going to agree I can move the table after candles went out. Why? Because it's a table that's used for everything. A tray that's miyuchot only for candlesticks will not help you to put something more chashev unless, like Yitzhi or Shemin said, you use it for something else or you always keep something hetero on it every single time. Now, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. This is very nagea. Hanukkah. Where's nagea Hanukkah? For example, you've got, let's say you're lighting one of those glass boxes that we do over here. Right? And some people do that even in their house as well. So the kids don't get there, or the wind, whatever it may be. The problem is, are you allowed to move that on Shabbos? Obviously, on Shabbos morning, the kids are there, you want to move the menorah out the way, because they're going to smash it, or whatever it may be. Are you allowed to do that? When Shabbos came in, right? Shabbos, Hanukkah, the candles were lit. So the problem is the tray. So if the tray is a kitchen tray that you covered with foil for the candlesticks, for the Hanukkah, which is what a lot of people do, that's fine. Because that's a normal tray. That's not miyuchot only for muktzah. But if it's a glass box that's only miyuchot for the menorah, it's not going to help you this Shabbos or the one time that you use it to put it, you know, on Shabbos to put uh, a dreidel there. It's not really going to help you, but maybe you put a dreidel there. Maybe that'll be more chosher. But it won't help you because at the end of the day, it will be miyuchot only for muktzah. Uh, ooh, you want to get to reach some gimel? Maybe a different time. But maybe after Kiddush, maybe we can learn that. That would be Kavaldik. But do you have to put on the table? No, you do not have to put on the table. Is it better? Possibly. Because nowadays we have lights. So it's very hard to say that the candles that your wife is going to light is adding any hanor into the room and therefore it's whether to sevasa or not to sevasa. I don't want to go into it now, but if when you're first newly married and you've got no kids at the table and there's no sakana and the kids, you know, all over the place, then yes, it's definitely better to have it on the table. If one can I know how once the kids come along and there's no space on the table, so then, um, so then, yeah, then you put it on the side or you, you figure some people on a shelf, whatever, you know, then you figure these things out. What's that? What happens if the Shabbos item was taken off and I get killed or something? On Shabbos. Yeah. So then, that's what we said from the Balatanya. Once, it, when Shabbos came in, the, the heter was there, that's good enough. I don't have to worry. I mean, by mistake, that's fine. In other words, if the tray is normally used also for heta, and this is what I would suggest all of you do the first Shabbos when you get married, you make sure you buy your wife a beautiful Yeratzen or something, and you put that on the candlestick tray every week, so that if the time comes that you may want to move it, you have to put something on it. Yeratzen will help you because it's only Yeratzen for lighting candles. That's not going to help you on Shabbos. So that on Shabbos, when you're going to want to move it, you put something on the tray that's more chashuv, and now you'll be able to move it when the candles are out. Are you 100% clear with this halacha? It's very important because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. 
I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hate mail from this because one of you guys are gonna say something to someone and they're gonna say, What are you talking? He's brainwashing you over there. What's he telling you? All these random machumra alochas over there. When you told it wrong, you know. I remember I once got a phone call from a few people who told me that their wives learned by Rabbi Falk in Gateshead, and they both came home saying, Yeah, Rabbi Falk said baby wipes some water. Huh? That doesn't make any sense. I said, no, no, my wife was, they told me this. My wife was in Shea, in Gateshead. She heard from Rabbi Falk that it's water. I, I called that Rabbi Falk straight away. Who was had a heart attack on the phone? He said, me? Me? What are you, crazy, Mama? She, no way that I heard that from me. So, you know, people hear different things. So I want to make sure you have absolute, I asked one Rabbi Zilobach one time. I said, Rabbi, what do I do? You have a bacha in the yeshiva. So he's sitting in halacha she. And you know, the halachas, you can't just do everything in one shot. Sometimes you do a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow. You talk about the isa today, the heta tomorrow, the heta today, and the isa tomorrow. You, know, you can split things up. He doesn't show up tomorrow. Is that, is that my problem that he's not? It's not your problem. So, Rabbi said, listen, as long as you listen carefully, you'll get the halachas. Daniel, yes. Yes. The head of the thing has to be on the candlestick tray before Shabbos. Okay? Now, are we 100% clear in this case? Because it's a very, very important, it's a very misunderstood situation. Pretty much. Yesterday we went down with it. It's not monetary value. It's necessity on Shabbos. A becha, a challah, wine, tehillim that you're going to use, a chumish that you're going to use, anything necessary on Shabbos. No, it's more chashu to me. Because one, the Belach asked that Kashi's Muramas, I mentioned that yesterday, that Etzim when Shabbos came, I need the Shabbos candles more than anything else because the Maisa, I, I lit them for a reason. But once they're lit already, so I, I need the Chala right now because Chala's Chosh, you know, uh, the Belach goes through that Shiloh exactly the Chashivas. Let's move on to Rabbi Say because we've got a lot to do today. I've got a lot to do. I want to finish off the Shiloh's of bosses today and tomorrow finish off a few Shiloh's of Muksa and that's pretty much it because Thursday we're not going to be here. So the Maisa like this, Rabbi Say. What's the Alocha if a person has a drawer, right? And in the drawer is Muksa. Right? Does the entire item holding the drawer become mukta? I'll give an example. Next to your bed, some of you have the keta drawers, right? The plastic drawers that you would do. Does anybody, you guys have that? Someone, someone has that, right? Yeah. Yeah, you have it? Okay, Morty has it? Beautiful. Okay, Gavaldic. My question to you, Morty, is like this. This is my question to you. If in one of the drawers, one of the three, five drawers that you have has mukta, does the entire piece become mukta? I mean, can I move the whole thing? Or do I say, well, there's mukta inside it. Yeah, but it's inside the drawer, not inside the whole piece. Well, for example, if you've got one of these, right? If there's mukta inside this over here, will that make the entire omelet? Let's say sometimes, like, for example, you know this is Nagaya, Yom Kippur, or Rosh Hashanah, where the chazan, for example, Yom Kippur, he wants to schlep it out or schlep it in for the Vanach Nukayrim, so he wants to move it in and out. So the problem is, if there's mukta over here, does that make the entire piece into mukta? Okay, it's a very important question. It's the get to many situations. So the Mishnah brings down in Shinya Sikot and Lamad Aleph that there's a major nafkamina which type of jaw. Okay, we're supposed to get the facts careful. The nafkamina is like this. Says the Mishnah if it's a jaw that cannot be moved from the table, meaning it's a chalik of the table, it cannot be moved from the table. You can't take it out. A keta jaw, by the way, you could easily take it out. It's very easily taken out. But you have certain drawers that are stuck there. They're a chalik of the, of the cupboard. They're a chalik of the piece in that case. Says the Mishnabur, in such a case, the drawer is bottled to the table. And if it's bottled to the table, it will not make the whole table mutzah. They have a desk, for example, at home, an office desk. You can have an office desk with two little drawers that come out. You have mukta in those things. The whole desk is mukta, so it depends. If the drawer does not come out, which many drawers don't come out, of course you can unscrew it and you can, you know, you can pull it out, whatever, for Pesach. You can, I'm talking about it doesn't easily come out, it's not meant to come out, so it becomes bottled to the table. 
Right? Because it cannot come out. Therefore, it becomes bottled to the table. Once it's bottled to the table, I don't say the whole table is mukta because why? Because there's no mukta on the ikur of the table. The ikur of the table at the top. So therefore, it's not going to be mukta the whole table. Could be the drawer I can't open and close unless it's got something inside it that's more hoshuv. The hainu heta that's more hoshuv. Whereas, says the Mishaburah, if I have a drawer that easily comes out, it's made to come out the whole time. I'll give you an example. Ikea have these things, right? You, you, talk, you know what I'm talking about, right? The Ikea ones where you build they're like the squares and you put in the, like the, the, the kids' toys and like these plastic things. You know what I'm talking about? Morty, you built that this week, no? Ah, oh, there we go. You want me to send the number to anybody who's listening they want to use it? Okay. Um, so there, it will not become bottle. It's a chalik b'fnei if it's a chelik b'fei atzmai, now the whole table is one problem. It's become bosses. Because it, you have a chelik ha-choshev in there that by itself is choshev, mimela, the whole table becomes choshev in that case. Okay? Uh, boys, so let me give you... Huh? You can't You can put things on the table. You can use the table. You can't move the table. That's all. Nothing. No. We should both discuss if you like to eat on it. If it's going to move a little bit. But just, yeah. But in moving it, you can't. What's that? You're allowed to eat on it. Yes, you're allowed to eat on it. If there is a buggy... A stroller that has muktzah in the bottom. I've had people knocking on my door on a Shabbos, right? They came up from the Kinesa. We've got muktzah left in the bottom. You know, under the, under the stroller, there's like a little net thing, a little thing that you put stuff over there. So somebody puts something muktzah over there and he wants to know, does it make the whole buggy muktzah? The answer is no. Obviously, we're talking about a case where he wanted it to be there the whole Shabbos, but he forgot it there, which wouldn't make bosses anyway. In a situation where it would make bosses, because it's not on an ikah choshev of the buggy, then it will not make the entire... Now, that, mean I have to, that means I have to shake it out. I'll just go with it. You have to shake it out first, right? Uh, whereas, if the, if the muktzah is on the seat where the baby sits... Or, like Rafal even told me, if it's on the handle, which is where people often store things and hold things, that's on the of the buggy, and therefore the entire buggy will become mukta if you just didn't forget it there. If you forgot it there, that's something else. We don't want you put it there to be made there the whole Shabbos, then you're like, oh, maybe we'll use that buggy, right? If it's something else that's more chashev to me, then it won't become a boss, which will mean I have to shake it off, get it off, and then I can move the buggy. Okay, let's move on to my side. Um, oh, this is a classic Shiloh. I wonder if anybody has this in the house. Does anybody have in their kitchen, when you open up the cabinet door, the bin, the garbage can, is attached to the door and it comes together with it? Yeah. You do? Absolutely. They make these things in America as well? Psst, I thought it was just an English thing. Mm. Natalia's like, huh? No, no, England is like a third world country. When I came to Yeshiva, when I first came to Yeshiva and Americans saw an English person for the very first time, I remember the questions I got. You have ice cream in England? The mom was like, wow, there's an English person. We don't need Gashmias. We don't need Gashmias. We can manage without holiday soil ice cream. We lived. It's okay. Okay. No. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right? Daniel. Libby in Williamsburg, they do these things? Yes, of course. And we have ice cream. And I have ice cream. Yeah, okay. Love again. What? We're good with just with. Ah, very good. Okay. Um, Dovi in Lakewood, that's posh, right? Okay, where's Schleimer? Find out what's the Minig in Detroit. What's the Minig in Detroit, Daka? They do these things? They have this? Okay. The voice side. Are you allowed to open up the cabinet door? What's the Shaila? Erev Shabbos. You put shells of, of egg in there. All sorts of things that are muktzah maskubai. It's in the garbage can when Shabbos came in. If, if it was empty, so a garbage can is a klisha malachta isa. And a klisha malachta isa allowed to muktzah guva makaymai. We made our bosses will be the same thing as the muktzah, which means I'm allowed to open it so guva makaymai. That'll be okay. But if you've got muktzah maskubai in there like shells of eggs, how are you allowed to open it? 
So I asked this question to both Rabbi Israel Obach and Rafalk, and they both told me the same thing. What you should do is, Rabbi said, eat Satoiva, is stick a hook on the back of it as well, put a little towel there, and others make it Litsoyvich Hetu as well. Have on it, when I open it, I'm opening something Mutta and Asa at the same time, and then I'm okay. Otherwise, it could be problematic. Rabbi said, one last Shaila. What about if there's Mutsu in your pocket? Will it make the entire piece of clothing muktsu or not? For example, you wear, you, you're wearing your trousers and you realize that there is a credit card in the trousers pocket. What's the din? Quick, just quickly take it out. Hopefully no one notices. Are you one of those? Okay. What? Why was it there? I wanted it to stay there because it was on Cholamoid. I asked time I wore it and I wanted it to be there. I didn't forget about it. I decided on Shabbos I'm going to wear this. Oh, the pocket is part of the pants. Now we're talking like an American. Kavaldik. Now, the Shailas are basically like this. You guys never realize there's so much lambda. You know, it's unbelievable. You think of Gedolim as like people that are Isaac and Yoni Kedusha and Yoni... And they are. But you have Gedolim, including times from the Achoinim and the Rishonim already, including Gedolim Adar, who are Isaac in the tiny little differences between how a pocket is made. It's just moody how you see how everything, everything comes from the Torah. There is a major nafkamina which pocket we're dealing with. Is it a trouser pocket? Or it is a shirt pocket? They don't do it so much these days, right? The pockets in the shirt. They say it's not... You have it? What's the nafkamina, Rabbi Sai? What's the nafkamina between a pocket like that and a pocket in your trousers? So listen to the difference, Rabbi Sai. The Mishabru discusses this difference, okay? The Mishabru discusses this between the two things. Ellie has it too? Oh, there we go. Ellie's got it as well. For demonstrating purposes. You came at the right time. Says the Mogan of Rome. I basically have to finish. Says the Mogan of Rome. There's enough communion between a trouser pocket and a shirt pocket. What is the difference? The difference is a, the, the pocket of a trouser, of a pants, is not a chalik of the pants. It's a piece that was sewn on to the pants. They have a hole. And it was sewn on. Go put your hand in. You can see. It's no shaykhahs to the trousers itself. And therefore that's the case. Since it's sewn onto a non ikachedik of the beged. Even though the pocket is going to be mokta. Meaning you won't be able to be a pant in the pocket. But the, you, you will be able to move the trousers. You can move the pants. You can even continue walking theoretically. If you realize on Shabbos. Obviously that's a shayla of Eva which we're not going into. Let's go through the one second. But if it's a pocket like Laibi or Eli, where one of the, well, the pocket is the chalik of the shirt, Haraya, it's only one little piece there. Because the shirt is itself a chalik of the pocket. So if that's the case, since the beggar is being used as part of the pocket itself, it's much worse. Because it's only ikka chalik of the beggar. The beggar is holding up the mukta. Mimela, the whole beggar becomes mukta in that case. So both sides, we're going to finish. And Beis Hashem, tomorrow, we'll try to finish up and wrap up all the sugars of mukta. Have a wonderful day.